Hey everybody, Clint Fosley here, your host of the Brocode.life podcast series and welcome to episode 12 entitled The Gut Health Kitchen with a good friend of mine, Lisa Maidens. Now, I guess if you're wondering why you're listening to a podcast on gut health and what it has to do with recovering from divorce and, and the general content behind this podcast, within our course, the Recovering from Ground Zero course, we really try to take a holistic approach of getting yourself back together in every single aspect of your life. And there's a whole module in that course on health and nutrition as well as wellness. Now, gut health has been hugely on trend lately in terms of you know, every time you, you walk in sort of an airport, you'll see a, a book on gut health. But Alicia, you know, had had a an amazing story where she had a you know I think at the time seven year old daughter Mia and their middle child who who really really struggled with eczema and tried everything under the sun to help her cure the eczema but nothing would work and and she almost got to a state of sort of you know disillusion eventually stumbled across the gut health concept and you know immediately started the entire family on the journey and. And, you know, with, with her amazement, um, you know, Mia's eczema's cleared up. And that was, you know, it's almost been clear for two years. From that point, uh, Alicia then, you know, headed off in terms of creating a product or a business called the Gut Health Kitchen, where she has hundreds of recipes, shopping lists, um, videos, tutorials on everything around gut health. And the whole concept for her was it was almost an organic growth where, was, you know, she had all these recipes, she put it online and then just, you know, automatically grew into a business and not not by chance but just out of out of love and passion i think is probably the key word there is as i said earlier on but i just want to hammer this again because i often get asked by single dads all the time what about lunch boxes yes there's an incline module on lunch boxes and how to create lunch boxes for your kids which i'm super excited about and i'm going to dive in for the next school here here in down in australia i just wanted to thank alicia so much for spending the time and welcoming me into her home i know for her you know coming on the podcast was one of the fears and one of the you know we've been coming and eyeing backwards for a few months so thanks so much to her for her time and her braveness for coming on uh, you smashed it if you want to find anything else about all alicia's amazing amazing sort of products and programs uh, broco.life forward slash gut health is where you will find that. Before we get into the podcast, just remember the Recovering from Ground Zero course is now live, rocking and rolling. We take enrollments a few times a year. If the enrollments aren't open when you go to the website, just add, add yourself to the waitlist and we'll be sure to get in touch with you when we open enrollments. Really looking forward to working with you, really looking forward to helping you recover, really looking forward to, to making you the best version of you because I believe that's what we deserve and our kids as well. Anyway, and that's enough from me. Enjoy the episode, strap in and we'll see you on the other side. Cheers. Everybody and welcome yet again to the Broco.life podcast uh, number 12, joined by Elisa Maidens from the Gut Health Kitchen. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, slightly unconventional today, uh, I my uh, beloved eight-year-old is sick and she wanted to be on the podcast. So, Scarlett, say hello to everyone out there. Hi. <laughs> and are you truly sick or are you just pretending? No, I'm sick. Okay. So we are here for a couple of reasons today. Um, the first thing for those, you know, our typical audience are wondering what have divorced men got to do with gut health and healthy yeah. eating. Um, and as always with me, there's a backstory. So let me, let me set the tone and then we'll get okay, over to then. you. That's obviously yep. why we're here today. So um, probably a couple of months ago, I bumped into you and you were talking about the gut health kitchen and all the things. And 
you got into the the phrase of um, meal planning and meal prep and you know shopping and recipe lists and all that kind yeah. of stuff and I went huh and you looked at me and you said well what do you mean do you not meal prep do you not have a list do you not organize and I'm like no and the, I think the look of shock on your face was like <laughs> well how do you how do you live right and and that's that led us to start talking about the conversation. Uh, number two was you obviously had a fear of, had in past tense a fear of public speaking. Oh, definitely, yep. <laughs> and me being me said, I'm gonna get you yes, on the podcast. So, so well done on doing that. <laughs> and then the other thing was obviously why nutrition and health fits into my program. And as I've got a whole sort of module on health, nutrition and wellness, because my, my theory is if you wanna recover, if you wanna get through trauma, whatever that is, yep. you know, men or women, um, you need to be, you know, the better you eat, the better you sleep, the better you think, the better you can work Definitely. through your stuff, right? So, so for those who are wondering why we're we talking about gut health on a, you know, divorced guys podcast, that's the link. So welcome. And uh, just final shout out. So this is for the guys and the girls um, to Sarah, who I share an office with. I told her I was interviewing you today okay. and she's most excited. Oh, awesome. Because her, do- her daughter, uh, Berlin, starts school next year. And she was like, oh, what are you going to do for lunchboxes? And ah, I'm like, oh, yeah. Alicia's got you sorted out. Yeah. Anyway, enough about me. Um, so thank you once again. We are in the Gut Health Kitchen. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are in your home and thank you for welcoming us. I know you've had a good day as well. I was going for a surf early at about just after five this morning and you were really coming back yep. off the beach after a swim. Just for a swim. Just no for a swim. surf. <laughs> just a swim. <laughs> but we're getting there. <laughs> right. So before we get into the Gut Health Kitchen and how you got here and your whole journey, which I think is so important, just young Elisa, where where you grew up, what's your story, you know? Okay, so I basically a really normal childhood. Yep. I was I lived in Sydney and I had mum and dad. They both worked very hard their whole life yep. to look after my brother and I. So we had a, a pretty good um, childhood. Um, it's sort of when we had pretty good childhood, like we were normal kids, we did afternoon, afternoon school activities, things like that. But I want to just bring it back to the food that mm. my parents provided for us because, you know, I was a, an 80s child and food was um, very convenient for my parents. So that they worked so hard, they had to get home, they had to cook up a quick dinner that they thought was nutritious and everything came out of the packet. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how I grew up. So I had no idea about nutrition, about what was good for you, why I was eating that, or, you know, what food was basically all about. You just ate whatever was in front of you and you didn't question it. Mm. So that was like my childhood. It was very normal, very happy. Um, I probably was eating that way. I was definitely probably a chunkier kid Mm -hmm. because I didn't know, you know, about food or anything like that. And... And I think food has always been something that I have wanted to learn about or know about or work out more, yeah. just more about what food actually does. And were you, I mean, obviously very active now. Were you an active kid as well? Played a lot of sport? Or? Oh, not so not. not so much. So I used to dance yeah. a lot. So it was definitely like a little ballerina. Yeah. Um, I tried ball sports and I was really, really bad at them, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. Um, we didn't live near the ocean, so I didn't surf. We went to the beach. Dad had a boat. We used to muck around in the boat. Yeah. We used to be out in the ocean. So I did love the beach, but I definitely didn't surf. Or I'm definitely more active now okay. than what I was as a kid. Well, that's yeah. good, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and throughout your schooling years, I mean, how did you dance through at high school or did you kind of finish it? How did that go? Okay, so that's that's interesting as well because I did a lot of ballet. I danced all the way through to, say, grade seven. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I actually noticed how I looked in a leotard 
And I actually thought, oh, I don't look like I'm meant to, what I think I'm meant to look like in leotard. So I actually gave up dancing. Wow. And yeah, so I did a bit of swimming as well. And then I gave up swimming as well because I didn't like the way I fitted into my outfits. Crazy, yeah. Uh, Yeah, crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't realise all this at the time. This is just like a new thing (laughs) that I'm sort of, you know, (laughs) realising. I've spent a lot of time thinking about the past, right? Yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. yeah. So that's that's where I'm sort of at at the moment. But realizing that I gave up swimming, I gave up um, cheerleading, I gave up ballet yeah. because I didn't like the way I looked, and I think it's sort of. And that's that's a you know in hindsight now as you know like adults in quotes I say that with air quotes, but you know the more I try to tell my kids is that everyone's so worried about themselves they're not looking at you. And, and I think most people go through their lives, and I know I did a lot of my life so concerned about everyone else, but yeah. in reality, everyone else is just worried about themselves. That's so true. They're not even looking. That's so true, yeah. yeah. And that's what I try and implore with my kids. Like, people don't care about you. They're actually up yeah. their own ass in a way. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. anyway, so so finished up school in Sydney? Um, actually, Canberra. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, so we had a big, we had a big move from dad, uh, yeah, mum and dad moved to Canberra, so yeah. we spent probably the last 10 years in Canberra doing high school. Okay. And was Canberra. it was it still pretty quiet back then? I mean, I know it's taken up a bit, but it's still quite a quiet city in the uh, time. It was probably the worst move that mum and dad could have done for my brother and I. <laughs> Did time. you hate it? Hated it. <laughs> Definitely. And I actually think all my schooling went downhill, yeah. like everything just. Because it was pretty rural from what I understand. It's just like so a little quiet. Yeah. It's not like, it's not, it wasn't made for, you know, teenage kids. Yeah. Like there was nothing to actually do. So if anyone is in Australia and they go to Canberra, <laughs> talking about the 80s, um, there is a 80s nightclub called 88 miles per hour, which I go there once a year to speak <laughs> at a conference. And I always end up going there and it's got like a disco floor and they only play 80s music. If, wow. you, if you request a song from the DJ that was like 90 or 91, he's like, no, nope, not going to cut it. <laughs> so if you're looking for a good night out in Canberra, 88 miles per hour, <laughs> I'm there once a year. You might catch me. Anyway, so Canberra. Yeah. yeah. And then? And, and then, oh, then I moved to Kudamundra. Where's Kudamundra? Near Wagga Wagga. <laughs> I know. Like you can't make that up, right? No, you can't make that up. And I, that was my first boyfriend experience. So I lived there for four years. So where's Wagga Wagga? Oh, you didn't even no, remember? No, oh, no, gosh. Okay, so that's New South, country New South Wales. So, yeah, inland and down from, from Canberra. From Canberra. So yeah. between Canberra and Sydney almost or? Yeah. Down. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't road tripped yet. Okay, so we in so you were in Wagga Wagga. Oh yeah, so I was in Kudamundra. Kudamundra near Wagga Wagga. Four years. Yep. And then I had to get out of there. Yep. Been there, done that. And then I moved out of there and worked and had on you, a cruise. Had you started working at that time? Yeah. So I was hairdressing there. Okay. Yeah. And then did my four years there. Went and had to get out of Kudamundra. My parents basically dragged me out yep. and said, "All right, you need to get out of Kudamundra." Move back to Sydney with us, but I end up going on a cruise ship and oh, I went nice. on a cruise ship for nine months okay, and as a hairdresser. So so here's the thing, as as someone who who despised cruises and then with a single dad with three parents now love cruises, oh. <laughs> it's like whatever that you can actually relax. Yeah. Um I've heard the the from a staff perspective it's pretty wild. Stories true. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it can be really crazy. <laughs> and there's a lot of alcohol involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Body's a temple. Yeah. And yes, so, it is now. <laughs> and after those nine months, where did you end up going? Back to Sydney. Okay. So that was my early 20s in yeah. Sydney. And then I probably partied my early 20s away in Sydney for as, the next like five years. As we do. And then moved up to the Sunshine Coast. Okay. Yeah. 
So you got here what early thirties? Early thirties, probably. Oh no, no, late twenties. Okay. Yeah. And what took you to the coast? Just uh, mum and dad moved up here. Oh, did they? So mum and dad always followed mum and dad. No matter, yeah. they were always like my base. Okay. I always a really good relationship with them, and they were always like home. Yep. So home was always where mum and dad were. And where did you end up on the coast? Uh, Watala. Okay. To start off with, Interesting. just as a yeah, as a yeah, rental place just down the road. Yeah. Brilliant. And then met Michael. Yes, met Michael yeah. when I started hairdressing and um, I actually, funny story, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard this story, but um, so I was a hairdresser, yeah. met, met Michael's mum. She came in to get her hair done yeah. and she said, oh, I must bring Michael in for a haircut. She brought Michael in for a haircut, yeah. you know, and then happily ever after. But my parents met the same way. Oh, so wow. mum was a hairdresser. She was doing my nan's hair. Yeah. My nan said, when Kerry comes back in from the, like back into port because yeah. he was in the navy, yeah, yeah. I'll send him in for a haircut, that's and that's how crazy. my mum and dad got yeah together. Wow! So next, when you when you send your kids for haircuts, be careful. <laughs> Are we going to do it at home, right? <laughs> Ethan's never going for a no, haircut. No, no. Ethan's her young son. So, uh, okay, brilliant. And then obviously married three kids. Yes. Yeah. And and started the mom role. Yes, yeah, started them. Yeah. Just fell into the mum role without yep. even, you know, thinking about it. We fell pregnant really easily. Yep. And I had a, I had a hairdressing business at the time and then everything got a bit hectic. We had the second child and then it was like when we had Mia, our second child, we knew that we actually had to probably yep. sell the business because it was just too hard basket. Because you guys were running a couple of salons at the time from what I know. Or? Oh, no, just the one just salon. The one, okay. Yeah, but just with staff. 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 No. That's Pe- enough, isn't it? That's an explanation enough. People stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then I guess you know the transition to like, before we get into your gut health journey yeah, yeah. And, and how you ended. Like as you said, you're always intrigued by food. I mean, I know Michael uh, Alicia's husband's you know an ex professional tennis player, so would have been very tuned into nutrition and stuff. Had it become a part of your life then, or was it just something that you vaguely knew about but but were? Well, it was. It mainly come came to surface when so Michael worked for Food Matters. Yeah. Oh, the, the yeah. docker, yes. Yeah. We'll put so, a link in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. So that And that was a really big eye-opener for us. But all, what really brought it home was that my mum had cancer mm-hmm. and she had it for 26 years and she then she did die of cancer. And then we had our genes tests. Yeah. And then it was reading that going, huh, that doesn't look the best. Let's clean it up a bit. So, so that's actually quite interesting because I was literally this morning Googling DNA tests because oh, yeah, okay. I'm off to America on Friday. I thought, oh, yeah. well, it's probably a good, you know, get, do my swab over there. Yeah, and, and that's what Michael did. Yeah. You should do that. So, so what did you, you know, which DNA test did you use at the time? I, and, and I honestly can't remember okay. the name of it, but Michael had done it and so I did it and just, and then the, just the doctor reading it saying, oh, you know, you don't have the best genes. And I know they're either switched on or switched off and all that type of stuff. So my theory was, okay, well, they're not going to get switched yep. on. I am changing everything because I didn't want to die of cancer yep. and I didn't want my kids to be without me because, you know, at that stage we had two yep. and I just wanted to be around to support my family. So it was time to actually. It's interesting you say that because both my parents died of cancer, like literally within three months of themselves. My dad was super fit and my my angle on doing it is well become the best version of me, not yeah. looking at it from a cancer perspective. But now, geez, that's kind of hit a nerve, huh? Which so, is which because it's in obviously it's in my genes. Yeah, you know, so you know. I'm just all about prevention. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
Wow, on that somber note. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so, so what is, and, and if you can think back to when you did your first DNA genetic test, what is the, the biggest aha, you know, that you changed immediately at that time? Okay, so organic food yeah. and got rid of chemicals in the house. Because so I was from a, a cleaning, a clean, yeah, yeah, I mean, being a hairdresser, being around chemicals, like I was think I was 15 years doing hairdressing yeah. and not wearing gloves, hairsprays, like chemicals galore. And yeah. my mum being a hairdresser was around yeah. the same type of chemicals. So that was a really big. Wow. Okay, cool. And did you feel an immediate effect when you started changing patterns then or was it just a more of a long-term conscious strategy? I think it was just, yeah, yeah. more of a long-term. Okay. Just putting it, yeah, just starting the journey. Hmm. Okay, cool. So let's let's get into gut health. Right? Okay. Yeah. Let's let's get another into another part of the journey. Another part of the journey, which was obviously you know re- related to a, to one of your kids, is just start off. You know how you struggled. I mean, I know the story, but just you know let everyone know how you struggled and 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 from what I understand, tried everything and yeah, and, and went on this journey. So Mia, our middle daughter, yeah, uh, suffered with eczema, and it probably started showing up when she was around three years old, and. Actually, that's probably not true. Starting, okay, let's start when Mia was born. Yep. When Mia was born, she we thought she had reflux yep. because she would drink a bottle of milk and she would just throw it back up. So then we took her to the doctors. He said, okay, reflux medication and all those types of things. We changed formulas quite a few times, but we always stuck to a dairy formula. And yep. then we realized in the end that it actually was dairy that was actually doing it to her. Yep. So we changed formulas. Life was good for a little while. And then at the age of three, things started to flare up with eczema. So we took her off milk altogether and that helped things. And then eczema flared up again after that. We took her off gluten and that helped things. And then her eczema flared up again. So this was just ongoing, like <laughs> yeah. year after year, you something would actually, yeah. yeah, something would actually pop up. And then it got to the stage when she was probably seven. So what, she's just about 10 now. So seven years old and she was covered. I still get goosebumps thinking Mm. about it because it's so devastating for her. She was covered in in eczema from head to toe. So she had hair falling out of her head because she had infected sores on her head. She didn't just have little patches of eczema, which, you know, you see, which is quite common. Um, It was head to toe, rashes everywhere, infection. It was just red raw. She couldn't go in the ocean. She couldn't swim in a pool. She didn't want to shower. We couldn't use soaps on her. And she internally was an absolute mess. Like she would walk around and she would just have hair hanging over her face. You know, and we would take her to doctors, Mm. GPs, creams, lotions, you name it. They always, and nothing actually worked for her. I mean, for those who, I mean, we live in a tropical environment, right, where it's hot and we're in the sea and the water all yeah. the time. And, you know, my son Jagger struggled with his ears and the poor kid, man, because they're just, as you said, like they, they, they yeah, you know, their whole body, they implode because, you know, you see this kid sitting in his room, but he doesn't want to be in his room, but he can't swim and he can't get That's wet. Right. And it's just, it's, it's, it's soul destroying as a parent. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Seeing them like that. Okay, so. And then um, by chance, we had someone move into our neighborhood. Kirsty Worth, who um, has cultured wellness, and we we hit it off straight away. Yep. So Michael and I and Mark and Kirsty, we all hit it off really well. And she came around for a cup of tea one time, and she actually looked at Mia, and she said to me, "She goes, I can help you." And I was like, "Oh, thank God!" I think I cried at the time because I had just tried everything, every cleanse known, yep. every cream, and nothing worked. So when Kirsty suggested that we start going on a gut health journey, mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, yep, 
give me as much information as possible and I'm going to make it work. And it actually worked. We started, I think, that night we sat down to a meal that was gut healthy, you know, a little bit different to what we always had. We were always, you know, trying to eat healthy, but this was just a slight different version of it. And I'd say within a couple of weeks, we actually noticed Mia's skin actually clearing up, calming down, and her personality just starting to come out a little bit by little bit. That's brilliant. So for those who don't know anything about gut health, which I'm assuming is most people, um, I I, I think it went through a bit of a, as a frequent flight, went through a bit of a trend recently where like you go through airports, you see bookstops, there was gut health everywhere. So dummy's guide to gut health, like what, what... how, how did maybe Kirsty explain it to you then, you know, in terms of okay. helping Mia? So, so Mia's gut microbiome yeah. was out of balance. So she had too much bad bacteria and not enough good bacteria. And can you test that? Do yes, you, you can. can you, on, yeah, on like you a stool test, test or? Yes, it's a stool test. Yeah. 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 Okay. You're nothing, I don't know anything about that. No, I'm just, I'm just intrigued because <laughs> that, you mean, there yeah. must be a, okay. Yeah. And so what, what you basically need to do is, fill the body up with good bacteria to move out some of the bad bacteria. And then it just needs to be an an equal amount of good and bad bacteria in the microbiome. And and how, I mean, obviously how long is a piece of string? It depends how bad your gut is, but, but how, I mean, generally is within a couple of how, how long do people start feeling the difference? Well, I, I depends, I suppose, yeah, depending on how bad they are. Yeah. I mean, I would say that if you can introduce like a little bit of gut healthy stuff in a first week, mm-hmm. you might actually feel better. You might even just go to the toilet better. Yeah. You know, little things like that. Yeah. So I honestly believe that, you know, a little bit can make a difference quite quickly. Feel feel less bloated, I guess. Yeah. And from a from a gut health perspective, what is what is like an absolute no no? And like what is your golden five products? Okay, so people so, can start getting understanding. Of, okay, of, so a big no-no for our family yeah. when it comes to healing our guts is no sugars. Yeah. That has been the biggest thing that we have changed. So that's sugars as in obviously, you know, American audience, corn like syrup process, and everything, yeah. but the processed sugar. Process. Fruit's fine. Well, it's funny you should bring up fruit because yeah. fruit wasn't fine for us to start off wow. with because Mia was in such a state that for us to eat fruit, we had to ferment the fruit. So, I, I, I mean, so for those, we'll put all the links in the show notes. Yeah. You've got a gut health kitchen. You put a lot of content about there, about yeah. all the fermenting you're yes. doing. What exactly is fermenting? Okay. Uh, you know, and, and, and why? Why is fermented fruit okay? And Okay, so fermenting actually takes the sugar out of the fruit. Yeah. So then you are left with the fruit, which has got the fiber yeah. and all the vitamins and minerals that a piece of fruit has. Okay. Like no sugars. And w- what is, because my understanding as a, as a layman, I guess, is that if you've got the fructose and the fiber together, fruit, it should be okay. Or is it that? Yes. Yeah, is- yes. Yeah, definitely. But if your gut microbiome is out of balance, okay. then it's not okay. So, so once, once you're back to a, a good gut state, then you can yeah, eat normal definitely. food. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So our, our kids do eat fruit. No, they do. Yeah, okay. Definitely. And how, and, and what is, what is fermenting? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> fermenting. How do you ferment, I guess? Okay, so we have a product. Well, we use cultured wellness um, products yep. and they have a kiffer yep. and a yogurt. Okay. So, so what, that's how we ferment. So what is kiffer? Oh, okay. So kiffer <laughs> is a probiotic drink. Okay. And the yogurt is a probiotic yogurt. Okay. So just loaded with good bacteria. Okay. 
that is essential for our bodies. And you ferment. So let's say, what, what? give me an example of a fruit okay. that you ferment. Bananas. Bananas. All the time. We still ferment bananas t- today. And ban- bananas get a bad rep for all the sugar, for the high sugar content. That's right. Generally, you know, yeah. most people say eat apples, eat, you know, the berries rather than, than bananas. Yeah. So how many bananas would you take? What, how does that all okay, work? Okay, so... Our kids eat a lot of fermented bananas yeah. because they love bananas, but I just don't want them to eat as many bananas because they are high in sugar. Yeah. So we ferment them. So I'll take probably six bananas. I'll um, cut them up into like quarters. I'll put them in a jar. I'll add a quarter a cup of kipper mm-hmm. and then fill the jar up with filtered water. Yeah cover it with a banana peel and ferment them on the bench for 12 hours. Oh, wow, okay. And so what happens, it just starts to bubble because the the good bacteria is actually starting to eat away at the sugars. Yep. And then you can eat the um, the bananas without the sugar content. And do the bananas go soggy? Yes, or? they do. Yeah, so, yeah. so good because I was watching the other day when you put up a green smoothie recipe oh, yeah. where, where, where you just didn't come out of the sauna or something is – you know, as much as you want your kids to eat healthy stuff, I'm always conscious of, you know, giving them smoothies loaded with fruit, right? Yeah. It's just butching. It's Yes. So with that for a, a use case for a kid, ferment some bananas, yes. throw it in with some almond milk and some ice and Definitely. great smoothie. Definitely. And because kids love sweet and that's what kids are actually used to, it's yeah. really hard for them to actually transfer over to a no sweet smoothie. Yeah. So I always suggest like a natural sweetener, like say stevia. Okay. Because then at least it brings it up. Yeah, and they're gonna then they're actually gonna have something that is so good for them, and it's still got the sweetness. Because if you give them a green smoothie that doesn't taste sweet, they're gonna go. "Eh." Yeah, not interested. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, I I, another cross tangent here, but I remember fast food companies have got this perfect recipe of fat, protein, and carbs. Oh yeah. um, Which is the most addictive for the human brain, and you know that they've mirrored that exactly on breast milk. Oh. Yeah, no, I, was, I was watching a docker the other day and wow. they found out that that's what we crave from that sweetness and that exact, ah. which we need when we're kids. And they've mirrored, and they've like, well, they've mirrored, they've, you know, manufactured yeah. food to do that to because do that. that's going to be the most addictive for yeah. us. Yeah. Sneaky, right? Yep. Oh, I mean, and that's how we've all been brought up to actually know the taste, the flavor of sweet and yeah. think that sweet is normal and everything should be sweet. So... Once you started your with Mia, the, I mean, I think, I mean, from what I know, the whole family went on. Yes, this we trip all went. It. Yep, we did it. Deeply, deeply committed, yes. and yep. and and how how long has that been now? Probably two years. Or? Yeah, I'd say two years. But two. we're definitely a lot flexier now. Okay. Yeah, because we, we feel like we have done a fair bit of healing. Yep. And we don't feel like we need to be so strict and eat that way, you know, all the time. Yep. We like to go out for dinner. We like to relax. You know, we like to have a wine. Yep. No, so and what I guess now that you're a bit more flexy, what what is it? What does a typical breakfast look like in the maiden's household? Okay, so it's like a sourdough bread mm-hmm. and with avocado or eggs. So that so, is typical. So that in so sourdough that interests me because isn't that loaded in sugar as well? So we use cultured wellness sourdough. Okay. Okay. So it's got a lot of um, fiber in it. Yeah. A lot of um, good resistant starch, which is like basic resistant starch is just um, good fiber that okay. feeds our good gut bugs yeah, yeah. In, our, in our tummy. <clears throat> and so fermenting it actually takes all the sugars out. So a sourdough is actually fermented. Oh, okay. So it has, it doesn't have that. So if you bought a sourdough just off the shelf, would it, it should be, it should in theory yeah. be. Yep. I've learned something. Well, I'm going to learn a lot new today. I know what kefir is now as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I never knew because I always, 
you know, once again, trying to, you know, guide your kids so they can make smart yeah. choices one day. You know, when people offer sourdough, I'm like, oh, no, go for the multigrain, go for that uh, rather. Yeah, I um, would always go the sourdough. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Learned something new today. That's good. Um, okay, so breakfast would be a... Definitely eggs. Eggs. And... Ab- have a good fats. fats. Good fats. We are just like... But that's all I actually tell my kids. If they come home and they are hungry from school and they yeah. need a snack. Which they always are. Go fats. So here, here's an interesting thing about genetics, I guess. And, and this is what I'm intrigued by. Because I've tried the very high fat keto yep. diet in the past. And my body doesn't respond to it. Yeah, yeah. At all. Yep. You know, I'm more of a protein. I've done that. I'm a protein veggie guy. Yep. I uh, mean too. That works for me. Yep. Um, hence me saying with the whole DNA testing, well, from an ancestry, where do I come from? Which in my brain should mean you should vaguely eat, eat that where you yeah. come from. Yeah. Um, so how have you find your kids have come onto the high fat thing? Because the tricky thing I found going high fat is it is that's it and that's it, right? As soon as you waver off and have a beer or two and have then you're just in a disaster zone. I think I think kids are different. Yeah. Because they're growing bodies. Like they they're growing up. They use so much energy and they need the the calories I guess that you have from fats, yeah. they use. Yeah. But one thing that we don't do is we don't really mix high carb food with fats. Fats, yeah. So then like they've got a fat meal in front of them. So they might come home and to half an avocado and cheese. Yep. That's like an afternoon tea snack. That's good. That's pretty much yeah. fat. Just yeah. But that's good. I will follow them up, right? Yeah, as that, well. yeah, because I'm sick of kids asking me for food all the time. <laughs> to all the parents out there, when you pick your kids up from school, they are starving. Yeah, and we now go, go fats. Yeah. If you're that hungry, eat fats. If they have a piece of fruit, if they're going to be hungry They'll be hungrier, all the yeah. time. That's always fascinating with my kids because sometimes they roll in the door at five o'clock, they're starving, and then dinner's at seven. I'm like, but you've just eaten. Like, yeah. this is illogical to me. Yeah. Okay, so that's breakfast. Um, let's leave lunch boxes out of it okay. because that's got a special place yep. in all, all the right. single parents' hearts out there. That's gender, gender non-specific. So uh, if on the weekend, what would a lunch look like? Okay, so sausages and veg, okay. salad. Yeah. yeah, so just meat and veg, chicken. And then just try, obviously, the, the quality of your meat is, yes. is key, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and just try to go for, if you can't get organic, because sometimes organic can be very expensive. Yeah, yeah. Just try to go for your grass-fed, as, as much which you as can you get can. from Coles and Woolies anyway. Yeah. yeah, I still need to, and, and I must chat to you about this because I know lots of farmers, right? We've got to get half a, yeah, because because then you get it for like eight yes. dollars a kilo compared yep. to thirty-eight at Coles, whatever yep, it is. Definitely. It's, it's, and then and then a dinner is pretty similar, like sort of a, a, a it's meat and veg, meat based. and veg, pretty yep. much. So we don't really have pasta. We actually, we don't have pasta. Yeah, I could say we don't have bread with dinner. Oh, actually, if we have. We, if we do soups, I make my own little breads. Yeah. You know, out of almond meal. Nope. But yes, yeah. Okay, but um, that we have with our soup. So, because kids love to dunk bread in yeah. soup. And because I want my kids to have bone broth in their diet. I wanted to get into the broth. So that's okay. my next, yeah. Yep. So, um, because we want them to have bone broth in their yeah. diet. So, it's that soup's like even pumpkin soup, it's like loaded with bone broth. And then we, yeah, get them to dunk in loads of butter on the bread yep. and eat it that way. So, just pulling back to the cultured wellness product, yep. the sourdough, is that something you bake yourself? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. And do you have like just a bread maker or what makes it? No, in the oven. Okay. It's a pretty simple process. Yeah. yeah. It's like a few, you have to buy a few different flat, different flours. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, bake yourself. But you can also make a really simple bread yourself. If you don't want to do a sourdough because it actually needs to ferment and everything does take some time, just make a bread that's based on almond meal. Okay. 
Because I'm not thinking go wrong with an almond milk bread. I'm thinking three dollars at Aldi sounds good for a sourdough. <laughs> oh, do they have them? Yeah, there's, 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 there. I'm a big Aldi fan. Well, so yeah, I think if you know, if you can just move in that one direction, just bettering that one thing. Yeah. Well, it's a one percent rule. I mean, I put that in my course as well, right? You can't be perfect at everything. That's just exactly right. A little bit every day, yep. and yeah, definitely. Okay. So broths. I see you. You, you, you carry on about broths a lot. I do because I feel like that has been a huge part of our healing journey. Okay. So just, you know, I'm assuming everyone knows what a broth is, but but what's the benefits of it and how do you make it? Okay, so we had to use broth because it actually heals the intestines, you know, the gut basically. Yep. And we use, I like to use chicken carcasses. Okay. So just, just the frames that have all the connective tissues, all the, you know, the... Um, what do you call the like the, the tendons? Yeah, tendons, yeah. Yeah, all that type of stuff. So um, you have to have meat that has tendons, and yeah. you know. So you get a like a free range chicken, and then have that for yep. dinner, and then yeah, definitely, and then reuse yeah. the carcass. But you'd probably want to have about two to three carcasses. Okay. But you can go to your butcher and just ask for chicken carcasses. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and they'll they're like two dollars a carcass. Yeah. That's good. So you can do this. <laughs> Come on, right? <laughs> and um, a slow cooker. Okay. Yeah, I love slow cooking. Slow cooker yep. is going to be your best friend. Okay. So, so, so let's talk about doing a chicken broth. So we've got three carcasses. Yes. How does that go then? Filtered water, yep. apple cider vinegar, and salt is actually the pure basics. Is, is all it? you actually need. Wow. You can add herbs, spices, yeah. you know, veggies, all that type of stuff. But if you just need to get something on quick, smart, because yep. it's going to be the base of your next meal or your soup. Just do that. And then how, I mean, we'll get to your programs and all the yeah, recipes yeah. and stuff so people can get hold of that. But how how many litres of broth would you come out with typically once you slow cook? Probably two litres. Okay. And you have to cook it for at least, well, you have to cook between, say, 18 hours and 24 hours for a chicken broth. Wow, okay. So you need to just let it simmer yeah. on low yeah. for, you know, I go 24 hours. No longer, if you go any longer, yeah. everything starts to break down and then you're just left with a liquid. Okay. So. And what do you do with that broth? What do you, is it like a- How do we, how do we yeah, incorporate how do you consume it? consume that yeah. broth, yeah. Okay, so I'm happy to drink a cup of broth. Yeah. So I'll walk around with thermos and drink broth because it's actually addictive. You get to the stage <laughs> where you just crave a broth because you can just feel how good it is for you. But if you're not there yet- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can just drink tequila, I promise you, just straight. <laughs> No sugar, no salt See, alive. I can't do that. Yeah, I see. Both of you one on me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we incorporate it into our dinner meals. So okay. we'll have like a chicken curry. Yep. Curried sausages. Yeah, yeah. We have mince dishes galore. You name it, whatever mince dish there is, it's got broth in it. And that would be a, a, a beef-based mince or chicken-based mince? Oh, or both. Either. either or. Yep. Turkey, okay. beef, chicken, doesn't matter. So. Wow. And... Um, <laughs> How are your kids with the broth? So we don't, they don't like the word bone broth. Yeah. That's actually been banned from the house. Okay, wow. But I can use the word broth. You can use the word broth. And yeah. do they have it standalone or do they just- No, have... no, no. They yeah. won't touch it. So I'm sure I saw a while ago you 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 put something about thermoses for your kids for, yes. for lunch boxes. Lunch boxes. Should, should we move on to the lunch boxes? You want boxes? to move on to lunch boxes? Oh, you know what? The, the it, it is- Besides the emotional stuff about getting divorced, for the single dads, it's lunchboxes. Because it's hard work. It's it's a curse, right? It's, it's a curse. My like my I kids, they, my kids want to go live with their mom because I make them make their own lunchboxes. Good on you for doing that. <laughs> you but have they, to, right? Yeah, yeah but, it, but it is. It's like a topical thing. Yeah. So, and I know in your course, and I want to get to that later, but you've got a whole 
section, a module on the yeah, lunchboxes, which is amazing. So, so what would your kids' lunchbox look like? Okay, typical lunchbox is a thermos of leftover dinner. Yeah. From whatever night. So if you had carried sausages, yep. you'd put it in there. Definitely. Okay. Yep. And then how would they eat that at school? Just with a fork. So I cut up the sausages so they're little pieces. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I should mention that we also include uh, resistant starch, which is rice. So we use a lot of white rice now. Yeah. So, no, okay, so I'll just quickly talk about rice yeah. because it's, it is it can be a resistant starch which can feed the good um, bacteria yeah. in your gut. But the only way to make it a resistant starch is by keeping it cold in your fridge for 12 to 24 hours before you actually use it. Oh, wow. And I then it changes the bonds in the starches and yeah. it turns into something that feeds you. And, and that's sugar-related as well or not? Well, yes, because, yeah, there's it's... it's Lowering the GI yeah. of your of your white rice yeah. and actually just feeding. Oh, that's interesting because yeah. I, I mean, just once again for myself and my kids, I avoid white rice like the plague. Oh no, and everyone does, but you don't yeah. actually need to because it can actually be good for you. Okay. Yeah. You just got to be organised. Yeah, and so that's have a have a rice cooker. Yeah. Chuck it on any time and then throw it in the fridge. I've already got a slow cooker. Do I have to get a rice cooker? Yes, as well? they're oh, like twelve dollars no. from Woolworths. Okay. Okay. Big spends. <laughs> okay, so you, so your your kids, let's say, would have curried sausages, yep. broth in a thermos, yep. with some rice in there as well, yeah, yeah, and they just literally spoon it up, yep. I know, and it sounds maybe weird, but you know what happens? Yeah, the kids at school now have um, what is it? They're like all the other kids now go to school with thermoses. I'm not kidding about this. Well, that's because you know i know my kids are a little bit older than yours but if i sent my 14 year old daughter to school with a thermos and a, and a spoon <laughs> you know what i mean she gives me a hard time as it is but she'll be like not a chance like how yeah obviously for me it was different because she was hurting right physically yeah. and, and personally so that's why it was so easy for her, for her to, to adapt, transfer because right? she saw the results for, for your other kids how, how how have they adapted to this new way so I mean, it's, it's, it's it was all about just educating them yeah we had to actually talk to them about what broth does for you yeah you know what the protein does for you what the veggies do for you why i'm giving it to you yeah you know, like a bit of like, you know, my life story, you know, Tashi was sick. That's my mum. We call her Tashi. She was sick. You know, I want you to grow up to be strong, healthy, you know, to be the best to, to your potential. You need to fill up on nourishing foods. Yeah. And I mean, those the first couple of weeks, I'm sure, when you took the thermosis to school, did you get pushback or did they, were they just on board? Um, I honestly can't remember. Mia would have been on board yeah. because she didn't have a choice. There was nothing else for her to actually eat. Yeah. I think it was a slow progress for Ethan, my youngest, what, his six. So it was a, it was slower for him. Mm-hmm. And um, Ebony, no, Ebony was really good because she's now 12 and I think she's actually going through a growing phase where she wants to eat a meal at lunchtime. Yeah. You can't give her a sandwich. It's like no. air for her. They come back and they starve. That's you know, exactly usual, right. Yeah. yeah, so they actually ask for thermoses because it's so satisfying, it's so filling. So, so for a for your lunchbox module, let's just get this before we get into the gut health kitchen and your whole you know the whole online business. Um, what would people get with that? Like, I mean, if, if someone, if say, like me, single dad, three kids. I wanted to put good food in my kids' okay. lunchboxes. So there's a little, there's an intro video mm. and I have set up on my kitchen bench. This one? Yes, this one here. Yep. 
nine different lunches. Okay. So nine, like this would be day one, day two, we've got nine varieties of lunch boxes. So you get different ideas yep. and just explaining why yep. that type of food is in lunch boxes. Then you have all recipes to make the lunch box, yep. the lunchbox food, and you've got videos to go with it because sometimes you can read a recipe and you go, ah, it's like all too much. Is yeah. It's complicated. Where I don't like to do complicated. Yeah, I'm too busy to do complicated. I like to keep things simple, so that's why I did videos. I would stream it on because I'm, I'm a visual learner. That's yeah. like if I want to like a sport, I want to improve. I need to see myself, and I go, ah, oh, okay, cool. That's how I learn. Yeah. Uh, monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's why I do videos because you can actually yeah. see how easy it is to, you know, make a cake or make a protein ball or things yeah. that actually go into lunch boxes. Because yeah. I would just stream it on the TV. You know, I would oh, you know, yeah. off there, I'd stream on the TV and follow along. That's how I would, yeah. you know, <laughs> attempt it. Yeah. And as, and as part of that, and we, we'll get into, let's, let's get into meal planning now as well. I think that's super important. So, once again, you know, my story, single dad, three kids, way too many extramurals, drive about 30 hours a week yeah. when I've got my kids, tried the HelloFresh thing, um, oh, yeah. you know, which for the, the international audience is like the pre-delivered meals, right? So they, they give you your veggies, they give you your meat and they, you get five meals with recipe cards, but it's, you know, it's 50, 60 minutes or 40 to 50 That's minutes a day. And, and for me, when you're getting in the door at 6.30, the kids are starving. I've generally got an inbox that's disgusting because I've been offline for a couple of hours. Yeah. We just never used it. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, hence cancelled the subscription. When I first spoke to you a couple of months ago, you, you know, and I know a lot of the health and nutrition people from, you know, bodybuilding and all the various, you know, they say meal prep's key, right? So you dedicate two to three hours on a weekend, prep for the week, and then you're good to go, right? Because then there's good food around. Yeah, that does help. Is that, is that part of your philosophy as well or...? You need to, yes, if you need to, if you want to be organized yeah. and you have no idea what you're actually doing, you need to food prep. <laughs> so take me as an example, right? Okay, no so, idea what I'm doing. So you really, if, what, what's the worst? Like is a lunchbox is the worst for you or a dinner is the worst for you? Oh, uh, it's, I mean, it's a combination of both, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Breakfast is cook- pretty much bacon and eggs yeah. in our house. So Perfect. that's, 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 that's good. Yeah. Okay. When you're cooking dinners. Yeah cook triple the amount you actually need just for lunchbox and yeah yeah for for the night after because so what i'll do on a sunday i always cook up two kilos of beef mince yeah it'll be a savory mince loaded with veggies it's got um, bone broth in there it's got good fats in there and that will go into thermoses but also what i'll do in two days time i will reinvent that mince and say make it into like a curry mince and maybe we'll have it with rice yep or something like that, or maybe we'll have it on sourdough, just mince on toast. Yep. So I just make sure that you are cooking like way more than you actually need. So I used to cook, you know, 500 grams of mince. Now I cook two to three kilos of mince. Well, you're cleaning the sand dishes anyway, right? That's so you exactly might, you, right. you, you're yeah. deeply committed. Yeah. And that, that has made life so much easier because then I always know there's backup food in the fridge. If I have got home and it's late and there's nothing to do, just pull out a mince. Well, that's the thing, right? Because if it's when when you when you get to the stage and you come home late, and then it's oh, we'll just get you know macas on the way yeah. home, or we'll get that because it's you just it's you easy. couldn't be asked, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, but if you knew you could just nuke something in the microwave for two minutes and you're good to go, yeah. then it's just different. And like with mints, you can actually like I'm sure all kids love tacos. Yeah, my kids love tacos. There you go. We're so actually you having that tonight. Up. Yeah, there you go. But cook up like three kilos of taco mints. Yeah. So then you can freeze some. You can actually put away some for lunches. 
it just makes life so much so let's see yeah, tacos is a good one right just go on the tangent so i i i you know being me got chicken mince uh yep. got like a taco kit from yep. from alfie for, yep. for five bucks how would you from a gut health perspective and then obviously you've got the shells how, how we make how, it how would you do it differently okay this is how we make tacos healthy yeah so i cook the mince but in the mince i've added zucchini carrot and squash okay they're all grated really finely so you can't even so see the veggies it, yeah so but it's loaded with veg it's also got powdered bone broth in there mm-hmm is that a, another cultured wellness product? No, that's just you can buy it from any health food store. Okay. Just like a powdered bone broth comes in packets. <clears throat> Actually, Changing Habits have a really good one. You can always pop that link up if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. But, um, okay, so that's the mint. So that's actually full of veggies. It's got fibre and it's not just protein and it's cooked in olive oil. So it's got, you know, good fats in it as well. And then we cut up our tomatoes, our lettuce. We have, have a, cheese, yeah. avocado. We make guacamole. Yep. Okay, in our guacamole, we'll also add just a, like a couple of spoonfuls of cultured wellness fermented yogurt because okay. that increases your um, probiotics yeah, again. Yep. yep, definitely. And then instead of like the corn chips, because I don't know, because they're obviously genetically modified. I'm um, sure they are. Yeah. So <laughs> no, what, all we do is buy yeah. organic corn chips. Is that it? Yeah, and we use that. So what we do, we actually put it in a bowl. We crush up the corn chips on the gra- on the bottom and put everything on top, eat it with a spoon and fork. Oh, okay. Because don't... Um, What's a big corn chip? Mission or whatever they're Oh, brand? yeah, Mission, is don't, it? Do, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Do not do they make an organic one? Or no, I don't think they do, no. So They you, do a well, good, No, yeah. macro. Is it Woolies? Coles and Woolies yeah. that ha- have organic corn chips. Oh, do they? Wow. Yeah, so they're not actually hard to find. Okay. So I'm almost there. Yeah. With, with, okay, with, like everybody loves tacos. We just yeah. try and make it as healthy as possible. Mm, that's good. And then that taco mince will go into lunch boxes the next day. It's full of veggies. It's full of bone broth, but with some resistant starch with the white Which rice. Which is a white rice. Yeah. yeah. And and that resistant starch, is that just to fill the kids up or is to add substance or? Um, well, because they don't want just like a bowl of mince, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And because it does actually feed their good bacteria. Wow. Okay. Now let's get onto your programs, right? So you started, obviously you started a Facebook group. Yes. The Gut Health That's Kitchen. how it all started. Which, how it all started, which was just mapping your family's journey. Yeah, basically. So, yeah. I had so people, do you want to talk about that? Well, I had a lot of people ask, well, people saw the difference in Mia. Yeah. People actually go, oh, what are you doing? You know, she looks so well. What are you doing? And so, and then people knew that I was kind of making yogurt and stuff like that. I was getting asked heaps of questions from people. And then Michael just said, do a quick video. Mm. And then we started sending videos through Messenger and it started to get ridiculous. So we just said, Michael said, start a uh, Facebook group. And that's, it has just grown just from showing friends and family what we were doing with food. And then I actually ended up having more people going, oh, well, how do you do this? And, well, what do you do for this? And, yeah, what do you do for lunchboxes? Mm. Because everybody's so stuck for kids' lunchboxes and easy dinners. So it helps to have a husband who's an online marketing guru, right? Definitely. <laughs> because I was a hairdresser. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I learned, as you know, heaps from Michael as well because yeah. I'm clueless in this space. But yeah. we're getting there, right? They yes. want and then how long did you run that group? I mean, that group's got a couple of thousand people, doesn't it? Or It's got, yeah, just uh, like 1,600 or something. Crazy, like that. Hey? Yeah, yeah. Just organic growth. <laughs> yeah. No advertising. Nothing. No, 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 no. Brilliant. And then, yeah. and then you obviously opened your products, right, which is yes. all your content we touched about lunchboxes. Yeah, and that was, that was sort of organic as well because it was like, well, where do I put my recipes? And yeah. so I just started putting things into uh, an online program. Yeah. And not selling it to anyone and just gradually, you know, it built up just for me. So I could actually go in there, print out a recipe for myself, cook it in my kitchen and yep. be organized that way. 
So that's how that started. And in there, you've got a couple of options, right? Do you want to just talk through a few of those? Oh, okay. So, yes. As, as the programs that you offer. Okay, yeah. So the Gut Health Kitchen, there's a membership. Yeah. And that's like a monthly membership and you get access to lots of um, like how-to videos, like how to actually basically have a gut health kitchen. Yep. Um, you get a lot of recipes, you get all the videos, you get lots of meal plans, you get lunchbox meal plans, things like that. Okay, so that's the membership. But then I've also, because sometimes that's just too much for people yep. and people cannot just, that's just too much of an overwhelm. So we have cut it up into little packages. So you've got little packages for just lunch boxes yep. or kids' healthy gut snacks yep. or just dinners. So all broken up into different packages. And with every package, everyone gets a how to ferment package. That just which is which is bonus offer. Yeah, which is bonus, yeah. Banana peels. Yes. Kefir. Yes, yes. yes. And all that was that. what was the other thing? Probiotics? Uh, no, there's kefir and what? Yogurt. Yogurt. Yes, it's yogurt. It's yogurt for the people in England. <laughs> Always confuse me when I live in London. Yogurt. What's that? Um, okay, brilliant. So, and 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 if you're part of the membership site, then you get everything. You yes. get all those modules. Yep. And you get a monthly Q and A as well. So you got. Okay, brilliant. Where you go on Facebook Live. Yeah. So, so how? I mean, I know it must have been, I guess, vaguely different for you with Michael, who's you know been in the online space. How was it? You know, you said to me, "Don't really like the." you know, the, the, the fear of the camera in a way. How was it launching your own online business for something that started with you just trying to help your daughter to suddenly I know. being in front of, I mean, that must have been pretty surreal. Yeah, definitely. But I, if, I mean, if I can help someone th through what we've been through, because it's, it's so scary not knowing where to go or what to do or what food to cook. Like it's, it's just so unknown and we were there. And if this can actually help someone, I was, more excited about helping someone than actually going, well, how do I figure out how to like- Make money out of it. Oh yeah, how to make money out of it. Like, yeah, that's definitely, yeah, hasn't been high up on the- <laughs> On the priority. <laughs> yeah. And then strangely it follows for, yeah. you know, when, when that's not your intention. And so yeah, how was that process of getting it online? And, and I mean, I mean, it just- It took me a long time. <laughs> yeah. And, and for I me, mean, this, this is once again, a personal question from me, was it, was it you getting out of your own ways? Who are you to, oh, to, to be that or? Yes, I've had to, this has been such a, a growth journey for me yeah. from starting from, you know, changing, you know, with gut health food to even, even now I'm like still changing, still on a journey, still trying to figure things out. And that's so, just trying to be as, as, as refined as possible from your journey in terms of figuring things out? Um, not refined, probably bettering my journey. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, from a exercise routine perspective, what do, what do you do now? Like, what what, what is oh. what is your average week look like? What does my well? I I kind of set up like a little system for myself. Yeah. Funny that. <laughs> yeah, because you know you've got to have a system. <laughs> Everything works in a system. I mean, that's basically how the gut health kitchen yeah, can system. only work is a yep. system. So, and uh, <laughs> I'm playing around with naming it. So I'm trying to name, name my system because it actually works for me. I've had like people go, oh my God, what have you been doing? Like mm. the last month, everyone has seen such a drastic change in me yep. that people are going, what have you been doing? So I've been talking about it and it, it sounds like fluff when you talk about it. So if I can put my system to it, so we're thinking of calling it like the, the E, uh, five, seven or the E seven five yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, and basically it's just about having an easy system to 
better yourself. So that would include exercise, meditation, food for nutrition, um, learning, like just figuring out, like wanting to learn something new every day. Yeah. Opening up doors that, you know, that I've always been like quite resistant to. So um, even though I feel like I've had a transformation in the last month, I have to admit that I I'm not going to put it down to exercise as a. Um, well, it's it's everything, it's right? Everything. It's it's everything, and I yeah. And I've been trying so hard with exercise, yep. and just figured out that one thing or two things don't no, work. No. You need to have the whole package for everything to actually flow better. Exactly. I mean, I've you know in my in my course I did something called the recovery wheel, you know, which is how to recover. Yeah. And it's it's got to do with you know a finding your why, which is your passion. Yep. And then it's uh, it's got like who your support structure is. Friends and family, because that's also part of it, right? Oh, it is. So and then, much. then it's health and nutrition. Then it's the wellness, meditation stuff, yeah. and then it's coping. It's this whole yes. thing. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can, you can, and I always, you know, laugh's probably the wrong word, but you always see guys and girls who, who get divorced or go through trauma, then they'll do an Ironman and yeah. they'll lose forty kilograms, and yeah. then three years later they're back to where they started, right? Yeah. Because it's just this temporary one thing they're trying to hammer the nail with that's instead so of the holistic. Yes, it has to be a holistic. Yeah. Fix everything. Yes. So for uh, E57 or E75, what's what, what are the plans with that? Is it you're looking at, you know, creating a new community online? And- well, I do. I had I started in a community before the Gut Health Kitchen. Oh wow. Okay. And it was called Health Life Body. Yep. Because I mean, I was passionate about you know being fit and healthy. You know, I was already on a health journey. You know, with food and it's just it just takes this journey is just like for sure. It's always going up. It's always going up. So I had Health Life Body and lately I've been thinking about, you know, bringing that back to life. So I've been I've been hopping on there every day just talking about what I actually do yep. in my day, yep. what I've found that has worked for me, what I'm actually, just what I'm actually doing. Mm. And so I don't know what's going to come of that. It's just... It's just where you are right just now. Just where I am right now. Because from a, from a I mean, just thinking, I guess, as a friend, like for, from a like gut health is wrapped up in a bow, not wrapped up in yeah. a bow, but there's, you know, there's tons of recipes, a couple yep. of hundred or whatever. Yeah, there's, there there's, is. There are heaps of recipes yeah. in there. And that's something that you can, you know, sort of, you know, do your monthly well, calls, foster it and nurture yeah. it, but now it's time to. Yeah. And well, and I think gut health is always a part of health life body as well. Like for it, sure. it has to be because mm. otherwise if without that gut health, I wouldn't be doing health life body because that's just been part of the journey. From a meditation practice. Yes. What do you? I'm huge into it. So what, what, visualization. Okay. Yeah. So so what do you, what have you been working on there? So um, I, I always knew I had to meditate, mm. and it was one of those things that I've always just been like, yeah, I know I should meditate. <laughs> I know it'd be really good for me, <laughs> and I don't know I don't know what clicked in me, but I just thought I'm going to do meditation. And yep. I listened to um, Gabriel Method, John Gabriel. Yeah, wow, him. okay. So I listened to a, um, a webinar of his. Yeah. And, like we know John, you know, yeah. Michael's worked with John. And so he's been under my nose for years and I know what his work's like and I know he's fantastic at what, he's, what, at what he does. Yeah. And so I listened to um, a webinar and something just clicked when, when I heard him talk and I thought, that's it, this is what I'm doing. And I actually started a 21-day meditation for weight loss. Brilliant. And this wasn't just about weight loss. Yeah. This was like a whole journey. Of, and I'm doing it again and now. So I've done my 21 days and I'm doing it again. Yeah. So for those who don't know 
John Gabriel and the Gabriel method. If I, this is what I know. Yeah, yeah. Correct me if I get. I, I stumbled across him when I was still in South Africa, and he was huge, over yeah. two hundred kilos, four fifty pounds. You know, for the US people, um, and. His Gabriel method was a form of meditation to un- unlock what you have in the subconscious about your habits with food and use meditation to do yeah. that. Yeah. And, and I'd never, because I'm also fascinated with this stuff. I like to read everything on it. Yeah. But he, he was the first person that I saw that used that method to visualize yeah. who you're going to be. Yeah. And, and as I, sure, the podcast I recorded last week, right? It's not in every aspect of your life. You have to feel how you want to be to actuate in your body to follow because yeah. our brains don't know That's the right. difference between here I say you you know 100 kilograms overweight there I'm standing with a six pack I'm feeling it I feel that yeah. I am that person to oh shit there I am I'm actually standing there yeah is that to, a, a vague yeah 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 and you need to you need to be doing that you need to be doing what you're visualizing yes of course yeah. right yeah, but I mean, you're, you just, if you can see that vision and that yeah. comes with everything, yeah. um, then, then suddenly you end up there and you go yeah. like, oh, how did that happen? Yeah, it's amazing. So you just, is this a recent thing you've started doing, working yeah. with John? Yeah. Okay. And, and how does his program work? Okay, so I just started the 21-day uh, free meditation that, you, yeah. that anyone can actually sign up for. We'll put a link to it yeah, as yeah. always, yeah. Yep. And um, that was a journey and a half. And I was, and they recommend that you listen to them say once a day, but I was lis- listening to them twice a day and I would go back and listen to the previous day. So I would double up on everything. And these are guided meditations? Guided meditations, okay. yes. Just audio files? Yeah. And, and how long did you listen to those for? Oh, they go for 10 minutes. Oh, is that it? Yes, wow. they're fantastic, especially to start off with. If you haven't done any meditation, yeah. you don't really know what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Yeah. So, um, and now I have joined up to his um, 12-week transformation. Yeah. And how's that going? Really good. And that's once again a daily guided meditation yeah, yep. too. And a lot of information as well, like a lot of, you know, talks and guidance by John and, and, and his team of people. That's brilliant. He's now based in South Island, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just maybe fly over there and have an interview. Yes. Oh my gosh, he would be. <laughs> John, I'm coming fantastic. for you. <laughs> I think I want to interview him yeah. as well. Road trip. <laughs> do, a, do a camper van relocation again. Um, okay, brilliant. And um, from the feedback in your group, um, coming back to single parents, um, how have you found your community and yourself? I mean, obviously, you know, we've discussed to with Mia and, 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 and Ebb's following, but with fussy kids. Like, I mean, I know my daughters are pretty good. My son's very, you know, he's yeah. basically eats carbs and carbs only. Yeah. How have your community started to get their kids across the line of putting this good food in their body? Like what have been the, small. The, 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 the good strategies? Yeah, so definitely starting small and not making a huge issue of it. You don't want to turn into a drama or a fight. Yeah. So educating them that little bit and saying, you know, by having this, you know, this is actually nourishing your body this way. You know, this will help you grow big and strong. Yeah. Little bits by little bits. And then try to less push some more carbs off the plate, put a little bit of good fats on the plate. So yeah. just do it's a slow process. Slow process. Slow uh, process. Slowly, slowly catch the yeah. monkey. Okay, brilliant. So as we said, what's 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 next for the Gut Health Kitchen? Keep going, I yeah, guess. Yeah, keep going. Uh, the new venture, we'll keep it up. We'll keep yeah. it up. Yes. Um, where people can people find you? Where can people get a hold of you? The Gut Health Kitchen. Dot com. Health. Yes. There yeah. we go. Yeah, thanks for that. .com and you're on Insta? <laughs> I am. Yes, I think it might be Alicia Maiden's Gut Health, gut health Kitchen. Really, we'll, don't really you know. don't even know. 
She's so you're not trending. Uh, we will link it up all in the show notes. Uh, just to, yeah, I mean, you know, firstly, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. We've got there, huh? Yes, we finally did it. Not that scary. No, huh? it wasn't that scary. <laughs> you're speaking about what you know about, so yeah, it's easy. It's, yeah. it's easy. So just for the guys and girls listening, um, if you had to implement tonight, uh, I'm going to, I've got some zucchinis at home, actually, yeah. so that they're going into my mouth. Right, your veggies. Yeah, my veggies are going in. And I've got carrots as well, so yeah. they're going in as well. Yeah. Um, if you had to do the best two bang for your bucks um, takeaways, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you what I've taken away. Yep. Sourdough bread in the house. I'm very excited about that. And secondly is the fermenting fruit for smoothies, especially with summer coming up here. Yep. Those are the two things I'm going to look into. Anything else you can think of? With smoothies, try to add in cucumber. Oh. All your smoothies because they are so they're so hydrating. Yeah, and you can't taste a cucumber if you've got a little bit of fruit in there. I do spinach, so I put handfuls of spinach yeah. in because the kids can't like, taste that either. Yeah, but you'll get something out of the cucumber, cucumber as well. Yeah, it's very hydrating for the kids, especially after school. So I go to school with a smoothie. Yeah. So the kids can be hydrated. So what would be in that smoothie? Okay, so um, berries. Yep. They might not, they're probably not fermented. I don't ferment berries. Because they're already low in sugar yeah, anyway. That's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. So berries, um, cucumber, avocado. That's wow. Half an avocado. Okay. And would you where would you get your fluid content there from the okay, cucumbers? So I, would, I would actually use kiffer or water. Okay. So I use coconut kiffer or just use your water and ice. Brilliant. And they, they love it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they actually ask for a smoothie. That's good. Well, I mean, especially where we are, where it's so hot, right? Yeah, it is. That's right. And that avo is going to fill them up, which yeah. is which is a good thing. Yeah. So Get the fats into them so yep. they stop asking you for food every half an hour because <laughs> that drives you crazy. <laughs> and for the Australian people, we have two months of summer holidays coming. So <laughs> I like, know, that's right. Someone who works yeah. from home is like, Whew. Yeah, I'll, and I would actually say have some snacks in the fridge with protein balls. Yeah, and that's also part of your yep. recipes as well. Yeah, so protein balls. And you'll be adding, I'm going to bring in another little ingredient, MCT oil. Okay, yes. High in fats. So that's the, the bulletproof people, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So just you can buy MCT oil from your from Bullies and Coles, pharmacies, yep. yeah, yeah, you know, health food stores. But they are good fats and they will keep kids like satisfied. So it's a protein ball and smoothie summer. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Just between meals, right? So they yeah, can between keep going. meals. So I've always got the fridge is stocked full of protein balls. And how long do your protein balls take to make? Oh, like they are so easy. You just whip them up and you get kids to roll them. So you don't have to roll them because yeah. that drives me nuts yeah. having to roll them. Define easy. Oh, okay. So let's, <laughs> let's, okay, let's say there's like five ingredients yeah. in them and you add in water, oil, you mix it up in a bowl. I don't use a food processor okay, because it's like too messy, yeah, yeah. too much stuff to wash. Mix them up in a bowl, roll them into balls, put them, put them in the fridge. Done. Done. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So the only thing that takes me a long time is because I might do a triple batch of yeah. protein balls. And I hate rolling balls. So what I'll do then is actually press them down in a slice tin. Yeah. Put them in the freezer, cut them up into squares. Okay, just because then it's just- Just because it's easy. Easier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and all these tips are in your course. Yeah. Yes, yes. And just for interest, what does the membership cost at the moment? $27 a month. Aussie or US? Don't know. Aussie. Aussie. Let's go with Aussie. Aussie, that's about 10 US at the yeah, moment. That's for free. That's basically for free. <laughs> Brilliant. So, Alicia, thank you so much for having me in your house. Thank you. Thanks uh, for being on the podcast. I mean, for me as, you know, as a single dad, you just want your kids to be healthy, right? Definitely. And, and it's, it's, it is a juggle for us and even, you know, even for normal parents, right? And, and, uh, and I'm sure people will find huge information and very, very helpful. So, thanks again. Thank you.